0: Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades
1: with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha.
2: No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. Now, fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
3: Good afternoon and welcome. The Halton Catholic District School Board has ripped a page from the federal government's very controversial playbook when it comes to tying doctrine to funding. The board is requiring that any charity that receives money from fundraising it has backed must pledge not to support directly or indirectly activities like abortion, contraception, doctor-assisted death and the use of embryos for stem cell research. According to the Globe and Mail, 30 charities have signed this pledge. Uh, I have a list in front of me. Uh, And There are reports that some are pulling back now that they are realizing what they have agreed to. And remember the Fuhrer when we learned that the Trudeau liberals are demanding an attestation from companies that apply for federal funding for summer students to the effect that they respect reproductive rights, including abortion, and the right to be free from discrimination on the basis of many things, including sexual orientation. So uh, who is on the right side of this debate? Uh, the numbers to call, we want to hear from you, 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 740 And right now I'm here with Anthony Quinn, who is a trustee at the Halton Catholic District School Board. He is also the Director of Community Affairs for CARP. Anthony, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Libby. Okay, so what was the thinking behind this requirement?
1: Trustee Helena Carabella brought this motion to the table many months ago, and the debate centered around what was the process for the funds raised by our school board, the students and the parents and the schools, and how that money was distributed once it was received. And we realized that there wasn't a policy in place as to where and how that money would be spent. And the motion indicated that if school boards, if school, schools currently were sending money to charities and not-for-profits that did fund things like abortion and assisted dying, then that was not in line with our school's uh, teachings, with the faith of the Catholic Church. Therefore, that money should not be going to those charities.
3: Uh, you're saying if people were using uh, that money to fund things, but, but what I see is that these charities are required not to support directly or indirectly. Uh, that seems like a much broader brush.
1: I think indirectly would be more like a hospital foundation, which does not directly fund or participate in embryonic stem cell research, for example, but they fund through the monies they collect the research that uses human embryos.
3: Yeah, no, what I'm saying is that I think there's a difference between saying don't use our money to do things we don't approve of uh, to saying uh, you can't use our money even if you support this indirectly. Uh, Am I wrong?
1: No, I I think that's exactly the school board is saying. Whether you support directly or indirectly through how you channel your money, then you are supporting abortion, euthanasia, uh, stem cell research.
3: Okay. Uh, It's interesting to me that when the federal government did this, on the other side, um, a lot of people uh, who are uh, anti-abortion. We're screaming that this is the wrong thing to do, but isn't it just the same thing as what the federal government was doing with these attestations?
1: I don't think it's the same thing at all. What we have here is a Catholic institution that is looking at how it spends its money, how it distributes the money it collects. A Catholic institution. What the federal government did, I believe, and in my understanding, is that they are requiring organizations such as Catholic charities to attest that they believe in the ideology of the current Liberal government, which includes uh, the support of abortion and... and Not believe
3: in the ideology, but respect the right of those people.
1: Okay. So I don't think that any Catholic charity or any Catholic institution could could support that and, and, and attest that they support abortion and the killing of human beings
3: well uh, that's that 's how you view it um, it 's just that um, I guess what the the federal government found that some of its money was being used uh, to uh, fight against a practice that 's legal now, and I mean, I can get why they don 't think that 's okay the same way I get why a Catholic school board doesn 't want money that it 's raised to be used to do things it doesn 't approve of. But um, support indirectly or otherwise uh, seems to a lot of people like an overreach.
1: Well, in the delegations we heard last night at the school board meeting, we had a number of students and a few parents who who agreed with that side. And then we had a number of students and, and, and parents who thought that Catholic institutions should not be funding groups that support abortion and euthanasia.
3: Okay, but if you think that, how is that different from saying that the government... Uh, shouldn't support uh, groups and institutions that use the money to go against government policy.
1: Well, I'm not an expert on what the the liberal government has asked for, but what I what I'm saying is that for someone who believes and understands that a human being is is a human is from from conception until natural death. To, to be asked to attest that you don't agree with that in an application for funding. That was a concern, I believe, and that's what Cardinal Collins has been fighting against.
3: Okay. I mean, you know, sometimes uh, opposing things uh, can live together a little bit. I mean, you, in your, in your day job, you work for CARP, and CARP is a big proponent of medically-assisted dying.
1: They are, and, and that's not my Ballywick at CARP, I'm the Director of Community Affairs, and I'm not here speaking on behalf of CARP, obviously, Libby. obviously yeah. and I'm not here speaking on behalf of the school board. I, I am just a, the, the Oakville trustee. The, the director speaks on behalf of the board, but I'm happy to report what the board came up with as a resolution many meetings ago, and that we heard from the student voice last night in, in, in a big way, and we heard from the community groups and from certain and from representatives of parent groups who are concerned about how the money was being spent.
3: Okay. Uh, to me, uh, you know, the glaring example to me would be, okay, and I'm sure that uh, a lot of those fundraisers would focus on cancer charities. Uh, and some of those cancer charities uh, probably do a whole vast variety of things uh, or go through a hospital board. Uh, so it seems to me, what are you saying, that that uh, you couldn't support uh cancer research or um, treatment, a cancer charity if uh, someone at that hospital does research with embryos or uh, approves of uh, medically assisted dying for people who are terminally ill.
1: I think if if you hold to the, the tenets of the Catholic faith, then you believe that humans exist at the moment of conception then funding any institution or or research project that would use those human embryos as material as 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 an object for research worse than you would treat a, an animal in a research lab then i don't see how you could fund that but i think this is an opportunity for these these funding these charities to say oh we see that the catholic donation community uh, has an, an issue with embryonic stem cell research. We're going to use adult stem cells to continue our continue our, our research and and work with them rather than against them. And I think one of the messages that we were hoping, I was hoping, not we, I was hoping that the, the students would get from this process is to to take that initiative in their interest in raising funds and say to charities like the Canadian Cancer Society, we want to help you, but we want you not to to uh, experiment on human embryonic stem cells, but to use adult stem cells.
3: Uh, how much money is raised through fundraising by the board, do you know?
1: Yeah, the school board raises about $12 million a year. Wow. Through the 33,000 students, 34,000 students, but majority of that money stays within the schools. It's fundraising for things like equipment and new fields, and money stays in the schools. But a large portion, I'm not certain of the exact number, but a large portion goes to charities, but the majority stays within the schools.
3: Okay, so we don't really know how much money we're talking I, about here. I don't here. have
1: that number, but it, it's in the millions of dollars for sure.
3: Okay, uh, let's take a call from William in Toronto. Hi, William.
1: Uh, hello, Lib. Um, it, it sounds like the,
4: the charities involved are just a... Uh, uh, camouflage and smoke and mirrors for uh, 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 the really uh, bigger picture and agenda. Uh, uh, please remember, sir, that the Catholic Board is uh, funded by uh, uh, public taxpayers' money and you're part of uh, uh, all of the whole board, all this one. If you want to be a separate uh, Catholic school board like you were previously uh, when Bill uh, Davis was here and just uh, put you into the realm mainstream at the last second, then you should go back to doing that. Uh, Until then, you have to play ball. You're part of the system and play ball and keep your um, uh, religious comments to yourself. Uh, Otherwise you have to be a separate school board again and you can do whatever you want. That's about all I have to say.
3: Okay, well, uh, they, they are a separate school board, but they also are publicly funded. Right. And publicly funded by
1: Catholic taxpayers, who, who don't, who, who put their money forward towards education, and that includes a constitutional guarantee that allows for publicly funded Catholic education right. in Ontario.
3: Yeah, but though that's always been a controversial mm-hmm. thing by and, people. And I don't think these
1: two issues are connected. You,
3: uh, well, um, he basically said, if if uh, the, his view is that if the board is uh, supported by public money, then. That should, limit, um, that should limit your ability to do things like this. And teach the yeah. Catholic
1: faith in a Catholic school.
3: Uh, well, I didn't get that from what he said, but uh, so what is your response to him? Well, my, my response is I don't think the two are
1: related, the public funding and how money raised by our board is spent. This is not public funds going out to charities. These are dollars collected by students, by staff, and by campaigns initiated through our schools that go out to charities and not-for-profits. So now we're putting some rigor in how that money is being distributed, and there'll be a process by which these charities and not-for-profits will be vetted going forward.
3: Okay. I just want to give the numbers out again. I'm here with Anthony Quinn, who is a trustee in the Halton Catholic District School Board. Um, Controversy coming out of the school board, uh, where they have said that uh, if you're a charity and you want to get some money raised through their board, then you have to attest that uh, you do not support abortion, contraception, doctor-assisted death, or the use of embryos for stem cell research, among other Catholic uh, doctrines. And not just that you're not going to use the money directly for that, but that you do not support these things directly or, or indirectly. We'd like to know what you out there think of that. Is that reasonable? And uh, my question is, um, isn't that the same as what the federal government is doing in terms of getting funds uh, for summer jobs? The numbers to call 416 360 0740, toll free 1 866 740 4740. And uh, now we are going to bring uh, MP Brad Trost into the conversation. Hello.
4: Hi, Brad Trost here.
3: Um, thanks for joining us. Um, what's your take on this?
4: Uh, on the summer jobs thing, uh, you know, the federal liberals are doing what they've, they've always done, and that they're uh, excluding uh, faith based groups that want to be a little bit different than them. Um, the Halton School issue, I just picked up the last part of your conversation, so I'm not 100% familiar. But uh, my understanding is, as a Catholic board, they are responsible to implement Catholic teaching. So I think that's what they're doing, but I'm not fully familiar with the uh, controversy.
3: Well, what they are saying is that um, if you're a charity and you want to get money that they have raised, you have to pledge that you will not directly or indirectly support... abortion, contraception, doctor-assisted death, and the use of embryos for stem cell research. So uh, what I'm asking is that isn't that the same as the kind of attestation that the liberal government is demanding from people who want um, uh, funds for summer jobs to say that they support reproductive rights and and other things that um, might go against their religious beliefs?
4: I, I can see where you're drawing the parallel, but I think there would be one major distinctive. The Catholic School Board, while a publicly funded entity, is not in and of itself an open public entity. I'm a Protestant. I couldn't participate in the Catholic School Board here in in uh, Ontario. And, uh, sure, you uh, could, you could send that, your... you. It occupies... Pardon? Y-
3: you could send your kid to a Catholic school? To a
4: Catholic high school.
3: Yeah. You could.
4: Uh... I couldn't fully participate in, in, in all ways in the system. So it's a little bit of a mixed hybrid system rather than being a fully private and a fully public thing. So, And there's also unique constitutional provisions protecting it. So I think there are some parallels to it. But on the other hand, uh, I think this is, this is one of the questions. Do you violate the Catholic school board's right of faith by forcing them to uh, do... Uh, uh, to participate in everything and that's where i think uh the catholic voters of, H- of halton can vote for or against just as we can at this level but i think that is a, a bit of a distinction between a completely broad program because i cannot uh, pull out of canada whereas if i don't like what the catholic school board is doing in halton i can switch over to the public school board and engage in the same activity
3: um- Okay, I guess that that's one way of looking at it. Um, Where where are you at in terms of the federal government's attestation? Uh, I know that it's been an issue for your caucus. Um, uh, You know, the federal government, when this requirement was publicized, said, oh, no, we, we, we're not talking about what you believe in. We're just talking about uh, how you use the money. Uh, d- does that argument wash with you?
4: Well, if that's actually what their position was, why didn't they clearly state that in what they asked people to sign? If they'd asked people to sign, we are not going to use this money for any sort of political activities, um, I suspect a large number of the uh, organizations would have happily signed because they're working on Aboriginal reserves, they're working with children, they're doing all sorts of other things, they're helping with immigrants. Um, But the statement didn't say that. It was just a broad uh, statement that said you basically have to believe what we believe or otherwise you don't get anything, period.
3: Um, Yeah, I mean, uh, I was uh, surprised that they clarified that verbally, but they did not change uh, the wording of that attestation.
4: Well, but that's what politicians do. You catch them saying something, and then they tell you, no, no, you didn't hear what I said. You, I said uh, you misheard, and it's your fault, not mine. And that's effectively what they were doing.
1: Okay. I, uh, think, I think our board has an obligation as a Catholic institution to ensure that what we are teaching the children, and through their fundraising, what they are learning in this process is that we have... A Doctrine that indicates that life is sacred from conception to natural death, and you know uh, one of our ga- graduate expectations okay. is that yeah. students upon graduation now be responsible a- citizens who give witness to Catholic school teaching by promoting peace, justice, and the sacredness of human life. So one of the expectations of graduates is to understand that message.
3: Uh, okay, um, What about the people who opposed it? I mean, you had uh, parents from the Catholic board. Kids from the Catholic Board. You were at the meeting last night.
1: No, it was a terrific meeting. We we had to move from a smaller boardroom to a large high school gymnasium, and there were hundreds of people in attendance, and we had 19, I believe, 19 delegations. And I was very pleased to see the students participating, and they were very forthright, and and they were compelling in their case that they want to continue to help charities, and I think the message and the the opportunity for learning here is that students can participate in their faith and raise money with an awareness.
3: Right, but what about their arguments that they wanted to continue to support charities that you didn't approve of?
1: Well, it's not that we don't approve of the charities. It's what the charities that are doing is our belief in the sacredness of human life. So if the Catholic Church believes that
3: no, I uh, get that. Liberals. I get that. But get I'm saying it. not everybody agreed, and they tried to put forward their case.
1: And, and they, they made a good case in that they care about doing good work in their communities, and we hope that they will continue to do that. But now we have some rigor as to which charities that they can support.
3: Um, okay. Uh, let's bring in uh, one of the young people involved there. Uh, it's Mary claire Bissonette, and uh, she is a youth coordinator at Campaign Life. Hi, Mary claire Hello. Was this a big victory for you? Um, I think passing the motion was definitely uh, a big and beautiful victory. I hope it uh, continues. (laughs) And uh, what do you say to uh, fellow students who who, uh, disagree and who say they want to be able, for instance, to be able to fund many cancer charities that uh, would have some connection to either medically assisted dying or the use of embryos?
2: Um, I think that their concerns are uh they, they make sense. It makes sense that you'd be upset um for not being able to uh fundraise for these cancer charities. Um but I would also emphasize that uh as Catholics and it's hopefully just uh this is a, a general acceptance of a, a moral rule, that we would not uh condone or cause harm to someone to help someone else. And I think this is very important uh, Catholic moral. And if charities are uh, killing others or causing harm to others for the sake of finding a cure for cancer, well, uh, we don't have to stop trying to find a cure for cancer. We have to stop harming others for that cause. And I think that this is, um, the board shouldn't get flack for uh, something that they are hired to do, which is um, be Catholic. Uh, It should be taken up with the, the charities and the nonprofits.
3: Okay. Now, uh, I wasn't able, we didn't have time to confirm whether uh, some of the charities involved are rethinking this. I'm, I'm looking at the list, and the one that stands out to me uh, is the Terry Fox Foundation, which supports mm-hmm. a lot of uh, cancer charities. I mean, you know, th- uh, they might not even know every... Uh, every, uh, you know, activity or things that, that some of the people that they support. Well, I understand that
1: they do, and they have it on their website that they do not support human embryonic stem cell research. So if you are coming to them for funding on human embryos, you're not receiving that funding, but there are adult embryos that can be used.
3: Um, yeah. Um, So uh, let's go to Marie-Claire. And uh, again, um, is this going to change things for your friends? Do you think those of you who say may have supported a cancer charity uh, will just stop being involved now?
2: Um, I don't think it's an issue of stopping involved. It's definitely just an issue of redirecting the money. There's still the heart uh, to help cancer patients. There's still the heart to to donate and uh, the good fundraising strategies. And now it's uh, it's an issue of seeing which organizations fully respect human life and all all human life at all its stages and which do not, and to donate to those that really respect
3: human rights and human life uh, per se. Okay. Um, I think that is all the time we have. Anything you'd like to leave us with, Anthony?
1: Well, Libby, it's a pleasure to be back in the studio again. reminder that I'm not here on behalf of CARP. I'm uh, here on yes. behalf of the school board uh, representing Oakville. And uh, I- I'm proud of the the uh, direction our board has taken. I'm proud of the students for participating. Uh, The consultation continues. The policy is in place, but we're looking forward to working with the students, hearing from them uh, on an ongoing basis, and making sure that they are able to to raise money for charities and continue the good work they've been doing in our board for
3: years. Okay, and Brad, anything you'd like to leave us with?
4: Uh, No, I just have to say I do think uh, when it comes to fully public stuff, Like the kind of summer jobs program, which has no religious uh, purpose to it. It should be open to everyone. The Catholic school system does have a religious purpose to it, and I think that's where the distinction would be made.
3: Okay, well, I just have to point out that if the summer jobs are, are, um, the money is used to hire students to uh, do anti-abortion activism, and that's a perfectly legal thing here in Canada, I can sort of see why the government uh, might object to that. But uh, fair enough. Uh, Thank you all.
1: Thank you, Libby. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to be talking about your health, about the largest organ in your body, your skin. I'm going to be here with Dr. Sandy Scott Nicky. She has a new book that is about to come out. She's one of our eminent dermatologists. She'll be taking your calls and questions about what the right thing to do with your skin is. The numbers four one six toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and we'll be right back.
0: Happy birthday to you. Hey,
1: where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65,
0: which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow.
1: So... Can we cut the cake now? You betcha.
2: No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by Provincial Health Care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.